It's the Pulse of New Hampshire. I'm J-Dog, and joining me is a true renaissance man. In addition to being an entrepreneur, as well as an author, a swell dresser, a doting grandfather, a loving husband, and a fantastic father, he is also uh, Eddie Popowski's number one fan, and he's also a skier, which is uh, rapidly approaching, boys and girls. Ski season is just about here. If not, some of the slopes are already ready to go to make snow, but uh, it's not going to get snowy in the Granite State quite yet, but we're getting there. He is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. He is Tom Raffio. Tom, how are you? Fantastic, Jay, as always. Thanks for that stirring introduction. Um, and I'm, I'm excited today, today to have the head coach of Hanover High School, Reverend Rob Grable, who will be the first to say his probably his most important duty is being the associate pastor of Church of Christ at Dartmouth College. So, Rob, thank you for joining me today. Uh, it's delightful to be here uh, and uh, chat about soccer, Tom. Absolutely. And first, thank you for your uh, overall level five leadership, all you've done for the community and, and quite frankly, you know, for the world. And I know you'd be the first to say that while you and I are sports fan and we absolutely adore and love soccer and we could go on for hours, um, that it's a compartment in life that's an, a nice diversion from you know, all the real life stuff that's going on in the world. And uh, the great thing about New Hampshire though, is uh, while we certainly pay attention to what's going on in the Middle East and Europe and Washington, and of course the, you know, the recent shooting right here in Concord at, at uh, uh, New Hampshire um, Hospital, that uh, we know that we can take our resources and our energy and make make the place a better place to live you know whether it's for our veterans through our oral health program and a lot of the things that that you've done so with that being with that being said um thank you just for being here so you're obviously one of my favorite guests because you've been <laughs> been here for many times and we go we go back uh, uh 25 years but let's start with uh, before we get into the fall season high school season that just wrapped up Give give uh, people a brief background again on yourself and what's and what's led you to where you are and kind of a, a career perspective. Well, I've been I've been bouncing around New Hampshire uh, for uh, quite a while, uh, fifty years, give or take, and uh, started coaching in New Hampshire uh, forty five years ago, uh, coaching high school soccer at Derryfield School, and then onto New Hampshire College, which morphed into Southern New Hampshire University, uh, relocated to the Upper Valley 30 years ago and uh, worked for uh, quite a while at Dartmouth as an assistant coach and then uh, into a retirement job at Hanover High School 18 years ago, yikes. Uh, and I uh, keep trying to do it a year at a time. It's amazing that's uh, eight, 18 years and, uh, and how did, uh... What also the path that uh, you became ultimately became an associate pastor? Tell us about that. Well, I've been a member of the church up in Hanover for uh, ever since we moved, 35 years. And when I retired uh, from a job about 12 years ago, uh, the church needed some part-time help. And so I put up my hand and said, sure, I'll do it. And one thing led to another. And I went back to school and got a master's in divinity and got ordained eight years ago. And um, and now I get to uh, spend every day worrying about all those world problems and 
getting to dedicate the better part of all my days to doing what uh, small parts so I can. And soccer is nice because it's a good distraction and it's a good uh, chunk of self-care in the midst of, uh, of all this worry. And we are able to compartmentalize as folks. Exactly. And tell us, and I know you've also made some trips overseas. Can you tell us about that? Well, uh, last year we took a soccer trip to Iceland and we went right through the town of Grindavik, which is the one being evacuated. And so we're very familiar with that area, actually saw that pending volcano. Uh, we took a trip to Rwanda, uh, which is uh, an incredibly moving and sobering and widening experience for high school kids. And we're planning once again, uh, Tom, to head back to the Dominican Republic uh, this winter and uh, continue our work there. Amazing stuff. I credit your level five leadership so let's go on to our, what I call, you and I on a couch talk, talk, talking soccer. We always run out of time. But, uh, well, when we spoke before the season, you said it would be a very competitive season in Division One and Two, really, in, in, in all the divisions. So what were some of the highlights um, of, of the year? Well, there were, there were so many highlights. I, I think one of the themes is new faces. Uh, we saw a lot of very good programs break through for the first time. Timberlane girls in Division I, first-time champions, very exciting. Hollis Brookline girls in, in Division II, first title since 2001 for a great longtime coach, uh, Peter Clark, who helps us so much with Granite State games. You know, on the boys' side, uh, Bedford, no stranger to the Final Four, won their uh, first one since 2019. And then uh, the only mild upstart, Bo Falcons, uh, won under brand new uh, coach Josh Smith. And that certainly is a, uh, is a highlight, beating a very strong and, and well-esteemed uh, Lebanon team. And actually, go ahead, Tom. I went to uh, Bo's uh, quarterfinal game, and, they, and, they and it was a – uh, they had a tough game, and I spoke with Josh, the coach we mentioned, who I guess is one of the coaches of the year. We can talk about that in a bit. But I said, you know, it's probably a good thing that uh, you faced a tough game early on um, and so that they were sort of battle-tested, uh, you know, for the semifinals and the finals. And as you say, Le you know, Lebanon always is, you know, you know a, a tough game. And I know they were uh, – Two goal, the first two goals by both teams probably were more. I never like to use this term, but softer goals. And then, and then the captain of Bo had a, a really good shot for the for the for the second goal. But yeah, that was it was great for Josh because you know succession planning. And I saw and I saw Coach Pinkham at the at that earlier game, and he was obviously really happy for. Oh uh, sure, those are his boys. Uh, you get it. So uh, he left the uh, he left the uh, the equipment running very smoothly for Coach uh, Smith to come in. So it was a, a win win situation. Everyone could be delighted with that victory. Now you your your club as you always do. I mean, uh, for, for people for background because we have all sorts of people that listen. So for many years, uh, Hanover was Division Two and, and 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 dominated that both under Rob and his predecessor. Um, and then moved up to uh, Division One, and has been equally. 
dominant. So you went right to the final against Bedford, and uh, I was I was only able to uh, follow it for the first half, and I know it was one one nothing. And so I assume you you needed to open up the game to try to tie it up, and and you know whether it's professional sports or high school sports, um, you always have those days where. It's like it just it just what it just wasn't meant to be. So tell us about uh, how how that worked. Uh, it was it was a delightful season. If uh, I could have signed up in preseason uh, to go sixteen and three and make it to the finals and score ninety three goals, uh, sign me up. Uh, you know, I I I'd sign up for uh, three trips to the finals in three years. Uh, so it's been, it's been really a fun run with a, a great bunch of kids. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, again, for the listening audience, it, you to really appreciate this, this is moving up from division two to division one and to basically always make the final four and have some championships and, you know, make the final game is, uh, you know, super impressive. So, so, so you, did you literally average over four goals a game? Absolutely. Um, How does that happen in Division One? Did you have some really cool strikers, or we, we we had an amazing group. We had six players who finished in double figures in scoring goals and assists. You know, we had we had uh, several several scoring. You know, uh, Zach Tracy had twenty four goals, uh, second highest total ever. Uh, we have a junior. Andrew McGuire, who scored double-digit goals two years in a row already, and he's coming back. Um, yikes! So we had uh, we had a lot of goal scoring, uh, and and that's the style we wanted to play. We we played a pressing, going forward style. So we had a lot of five to two victories. Incredible! Really and it was very entertaining. Uh, we got to practice our sellies. Um, and uh, really, uh, you know, it was a it was a fun, entertaining season. We played really attractive soccer. Good. And I heard about that that routine after the goal. So that that's uh, that's terrific. So as you reflect on all four divisions, I know that uh, um, the Lions Club tryouts just occurred. Tell us tell us how that whole process works and what does it ultimately culminate in? Uh, wonderful, uh, Tom. It, this is a, a perfect time to. Uh, uh, because the teams are are just being announced and uh, already things preparing for that July 20th uh, day where the New Hampshire versus Vermont Lions Twin State Cup is played fourth year in a row in Hanover, New Hampshire, which is a perfect location for a New Hampshire versus Vermont uh, all-star game halfway between and everybody loves it. Great, and I, I want to spend some time on that because um, the series has been uh, really, really competitive, and I want you to spend some time on that. So, but I, but I see my boss J Dog there. So, Jay, yes, we, like I said, I'm on a couch with Reverend Grable here, talking soccer, and we're going to talk more about soccer as the Reverend Rob Grable is the guest this week on an all new edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. He is the head coach of Hanover High School Boys Soccer. Log on to HanoverAthletics.com for more information. He is as well an associate pastor, Church of Christ at Dartmouth College, UCC. You can go to ccdcucc.org for a lot more information there. And it is the season, of course, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the other seasons and uh, helping those that are less fortunate and those that 
maybe are at the college and don't have chance to visit their families. So giving meals and everything like that, I know Reverend, you uh, talk about that as well uh, at some point, but uh, we're going to take the break now. We're going to come back, talk more soccer, maybe even talk some more meals as well. Who knows? <laughs> it is the pulse of New Hampshire. This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I'm Jay Dog, and this week's guest on Northeast Delta Dental Radio, joining the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Tom Raffio, is the Reverend Rob Grable. He is the head coach of Hanover High School Boys Soccer, another successful season, as well as associate pastor at the Church of Christ at Dartmouth College, UCC. You guys are sitting on the sofa, if you will, talking soccer, so let's, let me... Uh, let me allow you to continue to talk about that while I uh, step away and uh, enjoy the conversation. Perfect. So now, Rob, now you're talking about you. So your your team um, average almost five goals a game, right? Which is highly unusual in Division One. So uh, for the listening audience, Rob also keeps all of the soccer records from time to time. He gives me an update, and I'm always impressed looking at Tanover's records, Rob's records. Um, we mentioned uh, Lebanon, Rob Johnstone's in, in there, and et cetera, et cetera. So is uh, on uh, for Division One is is averaging close to five goals a game? Is that, uh, I don't know if that record is kept track of, but what yeah. do you think? To be honest, uh, oh, it's, it's kept track of, it's in there. Uh, but to be honest, I haven't looked. This is a time of year when uh, I'm collecting a lot of information to put into the records, but as you said earlier, um, I've been having more of a direct hand this year with the Lions Twin State Soccer Cup, and the selection process is, is just about done. Uh, this year, it was the uh, Division I coach's turn to be the head coach. If you're the Division I coach of the year, you're the head coach, and that was me this year, so I'm going to be the head coach of the New Hampshire wow. team. Uh, there you go. There's your hot take for you and J-Dog. I like that. That's, that, but you know, breaking news. And, so, uh, and we'll, you know, of course, you'll be back before uh, this summer. We'll talk oh, again. Yeah. We've got uh, more lines talk coming up. But just to kind of tee, you know, tee it up. I mean, it's been pretty competitive between uh, Vermont and New Hampshire o over the years. Tell us your uh, your observations and why why are two relatively small states particularly Vermont, but also New Hampshire. Why, why does the soccer excel, you think? I, I think, and, and an even better question is, why does it excel disproportionately? Because we do send out players and coaches uh, on a national level, uh, I think in a disproportionate ratio. I just actually was shaking the hand of a Division I soccer player uh, who happens to go to my church in Hanover. Uh, back from the University of Washington, a fellow named Richie Amon. And we're excited about this coming Sunday's game for the UNH team hosting uh, a, a Division I NCAA playoff, uh, further, furthest that they've ever gotten. So um, I, think, I think that's because we've got great feeder programs, local club teams, community clubs, uh, great high school programs. So there's a feeder system there. And... It's fun. System, great coaches like yourself, the culture in the communities. And, um, and again, this year, Tom, you know, throughout a whole, the whole high school season, all the news was upbeat, exciting games, exciting tournaments, you know, no controversy, no bad sportsmanship, no sideline incidents, just kids playing the game really, really well. And uh, a really another affirming step, you know, 
back from uh, back from having to reconstruct it all post pandemic. So it's uh, exactly it you guys kept, good year. definitely kept it together in uh, 2020. But I know that <clears throat> that was uh, stressful for you know for all concerned. And uh, I was listening to the UNH coach on a radio show, and it, boy, it's terrific that you know, UNH is at this level. And of course. Uh, we mentioned George Pinkham not too long ago, and his grandson, I know he's not on a team this year, uh, is in uh, Major League Soccer and, and and doing well. And it's just it's just it's just great to see. Well, now get now getting back to the Lions Club. So do you have do you have a, how does that work? Do you have an assistant coach? Um, there are uh, it's a cohort of six coaches this year. Uh, there were two ties for Coach of the Year, um, and so wonderfully. From Division Two, two assistant coaches will be Rob Johnstone um, and Josh Smith. So the two finalist coaches get to be uh, vitally uh, integrated with this year's New Hampshire team. And that's also fun because several players from Lebanon and Bo will be on the Lions Cup team. And that's, uh, that's pretty uh, delightful, too. Both uh, Aaron Barrio, the goalie who was so effective uh, for Bo, um, and Colby Smith, who scored the sensational game winner in the game against Lebanon, uh, are on that select group of, of uh, 20, uh, 23 players representing New Hampshire, the uh, 23 uh, senior All-Stars. Amazing. Amazing. So uh, we should also um, talk a little bit about the, the Granite Games, distinct from the Lions Club. So I I saw some of the Granite games this year. Terrific soccer there as well. Give us a couple of minutes on that. Well, it's it's been wonderful to see the persistence and success of Granite State games, uh, giving high school age student athletes from all over the state the chance to to play in a low key developmental all star situation, a chance for college coaches to come out and watch kids, which they do. Uh, and a chance really to celebrate. Um, and it's fun to play for your region, to have Seacoast versus Lakes region. You know, there's that uh, really nice element. And that's why things like the Empire State Games and the Bay State Games, and in our case, the Granite State Games have worked. And the soccer tournament in particular has been delightful. We involve, you know, 70 or 80 uh, boys and girls. And we play this marvelous uh, four-day tournament. Uh, it's a chance for younger players to kind of be exposed to the wonderment of really hardcore high school soccer. It's a chance for uh, players who've played uh, against each other uh, in high school or against each other in club to play together. So there's a lot to celebrate with uh, the Granite State games. Yeah, and, and having watched a few of those games right here in NHGI, right across the street from our office, it was it was terrific. So, so you were deeply involved with that as not only a coach, but kind of the director of the overall soccer. So I know uh, uh, the Grand State Games director, Pat Mulcahy, really appreciates your effort. And, you know, back to the Lions Club, what people also don't realize maybe is that uh, this is also level five stuff, meaning, you know, funds are going to, you know, hearing impaired people, et cetera. So it's a great combination. Like I say about road racing sponsorships and these types of sponsorships. It's a great combination of wellness, fitness, sports, and fun, but also, uh, um, you know, fundraising. 
Yeah, working so, with Alliance is an incredible honor. Their sight and hearing programs in Vermont and New Hampshire, uh, we've been supporting them for 45 years. This is the second oldest uh, New Hampshire-Vermont uh, all-star game. Uh, only the Shrine football game is, is older. And the, the amount of money raised over that 45 plus years for the Lions Club uh, is very impressive. The Lions are great partners in this uh, all-star game effort. And everyone has a lot of fun with the, uh, the, the day-long soccer festival uh, midway between Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah, I had a lot of employees that went this year. They uh, they loved it. So as you look at kind of the overall New Hampshire landscape, you know, and you can speak from a perspective of clubs, high schools, as you and I have talked before, I always say, like, if uh, you, your senior year in high school, there's, there's nothing like if you're on a pretty, you don't have to win at all, but if you're on a pretty good team, just kind of your senior year in high school is so much fun. But, you know, club, club can also be fun. Kind of as you look at what what trends do you see and it seems like let's say versus hockey it seems like high school soccer um it hasn't been um i don't know club club soccer hasn't really deteriorated the uh you no. know the, the and, and actually clubs clubs and high schools work together it's a cooperative relationship you know and a lot of our very best kids have gone on to play club only uh, like take healy the star for unh uh, played for Seacoast, and there's more, you know, more on the way. UNH is next year's number one committed recruit, uh, a fellow from Profile named Cabot McLaren, uh, just won the prep school championship with Kimball Union. So the feeder system is so strong in soccer. There are enough soccer players for everyone, but but high school soccer is such an incredible, uh, diverse, uh, fully inclusive sport. It's not pay for play, and it, yet it too serves as a definite springboard for kids going off to play. Local community colleges, local colleges, very exciting to see. Yeah, it's great, and I credit you with a lot of this. Uh, when we talked earlier this year, we uh, talked a little bit about the uh, shortage of uh, referees, um, and as you said, this year there was so much positivity. So. Did that situation correct itself, or how are we doing with uh, everybody? Everybody managed. Everybody coped. I'd say it was a really good year for referees, coaches, teams per se. Again, you know, a lot of competitive games, a lot of challenging games, and yet no sense of any trends uh, away from improving sportsmanship. So I think the emphasis on sportsmanship that high school soccer uh, imposes is really reaping good rewards. Stay, yeah, think, games games were were decided by players, and that that's always exciting. I I managed to go to a lot of games, and I, I sense that this year, and it's still, <clears throat> excuse me, just so everybody knows, it's still a, it's still aggressive soccer, you know, in a good in a good way, but. Uh, but the but it was fair sportsmanship and it was really great to see. Uh, congratulations in a few seconds from your team. How many All-State players made uh, from from Hanover High School this year? Uh, there were uh, six All-State players from Hanover mm -hmm. High. Three first wow. team and three second team. Wow. Four of them seniors. Goodbye. Well, but uh, really, thanks for uh, your leadership. It's all it's always great to uh, follow your success and your leadership in the Lions Club as well as the Lions Cup 
game as well as the uh, Granite State game. So thank you. And, of course, all your overall level leadership. Have, have a good trip. Jay, you know, like, like I say, this is like the couch. The Reverend and I could go on forever, right? Yeah. Uh, soon enough. But you got to get off the couch and walk up to another edition because we're, we're about ready to end this edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. We always love having the re right Reverend Rob Grable on. Of course, he is head coach of Hanover High School boys soccer with six all-stars, right? Essentially, right? <laughs> um, J-Dog, it's always a pleasure to be on uh, with you and Tom. And oh. uh, We'll get we, you back. We will no, no, you'll definitely be back. And, and, and thank you for your work at the Church of Christ at Dartmouth. Some really good work there. So thank you, Rob. HanoverAthletics.com Hanover is the site. And then you can go to ccdcucc.org for more information there. For the Reverend Rob Grable, as well as President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Tom Raffio, I'm J-Dog. We'll have another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio next time here on The Pulse of New Hampshire.